0: It's time for Dixie State University Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3, KXDS Santa Clara. DSU Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3 is brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. We hear you. And now it's time for DSU Athletics. Good evening, basketball fans, and welcome back inside the Bank and
1: Fieldhouse on the campus of Westminster College. In Salt Lake City, I'm Carrick Sagmiller, joined as always by the coach Mike Olson as we bring you Dixie State Trailblazer basketball as Dixie State looks to clinch at least a share of the Armac title tonight against the Griffins. Again, good evening everybody. Dixie State 21-6 overall, 16-5 in the RMAC and absolutely ticked off that they were not able to clinch at least a share of the title last week in Colorado. They said, you know what? Let's save that for when we play our in-state rivals, and it's going to be a fantastic basketball game tonight. Strap on your seatbelts. Anything can happen when these two in-state rivals match up against each other because, as we note, every time they play each other, it starts from the top. I I think Norm Paris and John Judkins have been coaching basketball against each other since they were both like five years old and probably coaching teams out on the playground. These two guys know each about, know each other better than probably almost any coaching duo in in the country in all of college basketball. And whenever these two teams coach against each other, they're about to exchange a pleasant handshake here. But that'll be the last of that until the game's
2: over. That's right. They they played against each other in high school. They were high school rivals when they laced it up themselves. And, and you, you can certainly expect uh, tonight will bring out the best in both of them. You know, I was just driving up here tonight thinking about. This could be the last time these guys go head-to-head for a very long time with, with Dixie moving on to Division One and Westminster being a Division Two opponent. Uh, long time. They, they've coached against each other, played against each other for a long time, but it's going to be the ten guys on the court tonight to yes. get it done.
1: Dixie State coming into this one. They're to shake the, the sour taste of two consecutive losses in Colorado, and, and if you were to name a couple of key players, even just one key player, dixie state tonight and, and this is nothing new but you mentioned you know seeing him down on the floor when you walked in during during uh you know warm-ups and you said jack peganikoff just kind of had that look in his eye tonight and that and that's where it starts this dixie state offense and even the, the energy on the defensive end i think a lot of times runs through jack Pagankoff. i think the trailblazers go tonight as jack goes and and jack knows this is my final regular season game as a college basketball player and, and they want the ring. They want to hang another banner in the Burns Arena. They want to leave the Armac in Division Two on a high note. And I expect the Trailblazers to put forth a very solid effort tonight.
2: They've got to bounce back. You know, you, you mentioned the trip to Colorado, and I've been doing everything possible, Carrick, this week to forget about it. You just had to bring it up. It's time to put that in the rear view. Like you said, it's time to go tonight, and, and these guys are ready. They, I think they are sick of hearing about it. All week in practice, you could hear – I heard things all week. Guys, coaches bringing it up, just pushing those buttons just a little bit to, to get them going. Uh, and I don't think it's going to take much to get them motivated tonight. You, you don't have to go back and look at previous games. You don't have to go back and look at statistics because these guys are motivated. They know what's on the line tonight. They're professionals. They are ready to go tonight. There's there's no question. They want to hang that banner. They want to secure that that host and, and do what they've done all year and just play consistent, solid, in championship basketball. Westminster College coming in tonight's matchup, 16 and 11
1: overall, 11 and 10 in the RMAC, and they've got extra motivation. Right now, uh, Westminster tied with Regis in the RMAC standings. They need a uh, they need to win tonight uh, coupled with a Regis loss in order to even get into the RMAC tournament. So there, there's still things that have to happen for them, but they are motivated to get the job done, and, uh, and we'll see what happens in this one should note that uh, they could be uh, maybe not necessarily without the services of, but limited services of one of their starters, Jonas Einad, a division one transfer from UVU. Uh, he averages 11.3 points per game and about five rebounds per game. They missed him in Colorado last week as the Griffins lost both games in Colorado last week as well. So we will see if he's able to go tonight. That is a big he's their starting center. their starting big man. If he can't go, it's definitely a big blow with the griffins of course they've had all week to try to work something else out we will see what happens inside the bank and fieldhouse tonight dixie state 21 and 6 overall 16 and 5 in the armac and uh, against westminster 16 and 11 11 and 10 in the armac and coach judkins is saying why can't we ever close out a, a possible yeah. championship at home two yeah. years ago they did it at point loma they try to do it again tonight here in salt lake city let's take a 90 second timeout for the national anthem and come right back on the trailblazer basketball network
0: you're listening to dixie state athletics brought to you by ken garf st george ford lincoln at 145 west hilton drive in st george and at st ken garf st george ford lincoln your neighborhood ford dealer and the title sponsor for all dsu athletics on radio dixie 91.3 It's back to the action for DSU Athletics brought to you by Ken Garve St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics.
1: welcome inside the Bel- Bank and Fieldhouse, and uh, they, they pulled a quick one on us, Mike. We thought they were going straight to the National Anthem, and it was, it was they played the school song first, and, and I had to lean over and say, uh, is it this can, the Canadian theme, the Canadian Anthem? Did somebody push the wrong button? It was not. It was the school song, and uh, then we did the National Anthem after, in a very beautiful rendition of the National Anthem. Uh, tonight inside the bank and field house as you heard the tail end of that Carrick segment Mike Olson with you as we get set to start the broadcast we should note uh, that, that the Dixie State women's team did fall 72-69 a hard-fought game and they, they took the lead in the fourth quarter just couldn't quite hold it uh, but a Fort Lewis loss on the women's side will keep Dixie State at the seven seed and they will travel to Gunnison to play Western Colorado on Tuesday who just beat Colorado Mesa, the number one seed tonight. Trailblazers, Griffins getting set to do battle. Let's give you some starting lineups brought to you by uh, Lonnie Boy, the Boulevard home. And first, let's give you the starting lineups for the home team. We got to do it opposite. We got to save our starters for a second. And they will start like this. They are going to start Jonas Tavanainen. They're going to see what, what he can do. They're going to see if he can go. So they will start six foot six junior forward Brandon War a 6'4'' senior forward, Jake Connor, 6'7'' senior forward, Jonas Tavanainen, a 6'5'' senior guard, Alec Monson, and they will start a 6'2'' senior guard, JJ Eli. On the Trailblazers' side, as their starting lineups here in the gym are met with some boos from the student section, they will start like this. They'll start Jack Pagancoff, Jason Youngblood, Frank Stain, Jacob Nichols is gonna get the start, and then Hunter Schofield, is going to start as well jared green still not back from from an injury totally uh cameron chatwin ailing just a little bit and jacob nichols just like the two
2: games in colorado will get the start tonight Uh, it's that time of year where guys are banged up you know it's been a long season a lot of these guys are nicked up Coach judkins going with that bench that he's trusted all season long and a guy like jacob nichols is Capable to step in and, and he'll fill that starting role. They, they don't lose much depth, you know, that the guys will come in and play hard and they still got guys on the bench. Let's move on to our Lonnie boys barbecue
1: keys to the game. Mike, what do you got for us in the remaining two minutes before this game gets underway? Number one, they,
2: they have to play loose. They can't play tight like they did the last two weeks. They, they've got to play loose, they've got to have fun, and they've got to come out tonight with no pressure. Just go out and play, play loose. Second, Carrick, is the three-point line in this game is so important. They have to defend it. The last two games, they've given up 13 makes on Friday and 15 three-point makes on Saturday. But they are 9-0 when they hold opponents under 30% from the three-point line tonight. That's a key. Hold them under 30%. And finally, they have to keep wear in check. They cannot let him wear them out. They have to come at him and they have to key in on him defensively and hold him in check all night. You mentioned the the three point shooting against Dixie uh, for Dixie
1: State and its opponents. And if there's a team that can shoot the three, it's this Westminster squad. And so indeed, that will be a key for Dixie State tonight. Trailblazers in the road. Reds, blue numbers, white trim. Westminster, the home whites, purple numbers, gold trim around the numbers. Let's play basketball. It'll be Schofield and Tavanainen to jump it. They are going to see if Jonas Tavanainen can go. We'll see how effective he is. Go at him. You go right at him. Test that early. It'll be Schofield against Tavanainen to get things started. Let's play basketball. The Trailblazers and Griffins with an RMAC championship on the line for the Trailblazers. Dixie State will win the opening tip. Here's Pagan Koff to the right side and Stain immediately inside the Schofield. And he's going to go one-on-one with and Brandon War comes from the help side and Dixie State will turn it over. Well, They came double- over
2: and double teamed and Schofield tried to pass it back to Pagan Koff in the corner. And Jack had already started cutting. He throws it out of bounds. Yeah, they, they sent that double team quick. That time two different guys came over to help. You know, and Where Dixie's going to combat that is cutting. They've got to just cut, cut, and keep moving to throw that guy off that helped uh, and find an open guy. We are scoreless, 19.35 to go. A
1: three the other way. Couldn't get it to go for Jake Conner, and Dixie State snares the rebound. Here's Pagan Cuff. Jack into the lane, bumped, but absorbs the contact, and then a the layup is swatted out of bounds by Brandon War. Dixie State will maintain the possession, 23 to shoot.
2: Jack, I mean, he took it strong to the rim, but what a great block by Ware. He got it up for that block, but Jack's has got to put that behind him now. Forget about it. Get his rhythm going.
1: Dagenkopf the trigger, right side, and it's into Hunt to Dacan Youngblood, and he gets knocked to the floor, and I think he hit his head on the floor. He's, he is not, okay right now. No, he he's you, you can he see may, he may not play another play tonight. And and uh, I'm looking over this rail. He's having a hard time, folks. You can see his eyes. He's he he went up. To grab the basketball, and I don't know if it was just tied up by both. There was no foul call. I mean, he went to the ground hard, hard, <laughs> Very hard. no foul call. He went back and he whipped his head on the back, his head, it's back of his head on the floor, and he's down, and his younger, blo- his older brother, Daylor, just walked in the floor, and that's the in fir- into the gym. That's the first thing he saw. Kelby
2: Hoffines, the trainer, is out. He will attend to Dayson. Well, they're, they're working on the back of his neck. The yeah. back of his head hit the floor pretty hard. And you can see that uh, Dayson's taking all the precautions he can. He always, he's definitely pointing out what what's hurting and where it's at. And Kelby Hoffinds, our trainer, doing a good job of, of keeping him still and keeping him on the ground. But, man, he, he got up pretty high. It was a high pass. He was up high in the air, and he just did not have his feet underneath him when he landed.
1: Assistant Coach Jake Schroeder out onto the floor to help. They've got him sat up now. He is sitting up. And now he's held to his feet, and he's going to walk over to the bench. And that's going to be an interesting storyline. Our, our thoughts and wishes are with Dace and Youngblood, and
2: hope he is okay. But I'd be shocked if he returns tonight. Well, they'll take him back. Yeah. Kelby, Kelby will talk to him. and. Our our trainers are some of the best in the business, and and they'll definitely look out for the student-athletes' health and well-being over over a game for sure.
1: Andre Wilson will check in for the injured Dacen Youngblood, and we are back in play. Still scoreless, and an offensive foul the other way. We'll go against Jonas Tavanainen. A quick whistle. A foul that probably could have been called as Youngblood went to the floor on this end. Now here we are still scoreless. A full minute gone by. 19 minutes to go. Here's Pagankoff. Left wing. Jack penetrates. Kicks to Frank Stain. Right wing three. It's off the mark left side. And Westminster the rebound. And we've got a high vantage point. You can see that one was off right from the release. 18 to 50 to go. Here's the Griffin. It's Monson. Monson to Connor. Connor left wing, handing off to Eli. And a whistle travel. They're gonna say Eli travel before he put the ball down.
2: Kind of a handoff right there. You can see he just didn't quite get it clean as he came around to get the ball right there. His feet were just off a little bit and he shuffled them a little bit. Sometimes, even when it looks funny, the officials are going to call it. Yeah. That time just didn't look as clean. Still scoreless. 18 35
1: remaining. Here's Pagan Kopp for three right wing. It misses. Nichols fighting for the offensive rebound. He can't get it. Both teams over right now from the field. And we are scoreless. 18 20 to go, first half. Here's Monson to the right side and Connor. Connor handing out to Eli. Eli to Monson. Guarded by Schofield. Puts the ball on the floor. Splits two defenders. Gets inside. Scores with contact. Hunter Schofield will pick up the foul. And Westminster will take a 2-0 lead. As Alec Monson gets the bucket and the foul, he'll go to the line for a free throw. And the big thing is you start to, to count up the fouls on Hunter Schofield. It's just his first. But he's had trouble staying out of foul trouble the last couple of weeks. Free throws up and in, and it's a three-nothing lead for Westminster. NC State still looking for its first bucket. Here's Stain to Schofield. Schofield hands off to Pagan cough Pagan to Nichols. Nichols dribble handoff Wilson out of Schofield. Schofield to Frank Stain. Stain to Nichols. Nichols. Into the left corner, Andre Wilson. Eight to shoot, pick and roll. Try to thread the needle and it's thrown away. Dixie State turns it over. Here come the Griffins. The three nothing lead, Monson to Eli. Left corner three, on the way and in. Six nothing lead for the Griffins. 17.30 to play. Well the number one key is to defend that three point line and Dixie giving up two early ones. Frank Stain inside, spinning, misses, gets his own rebound. His putback is blocked, but he's able to save it in and passes back to Andre Wilson. Dixie State will reset with now 16 on the shot clock. Pagenkopf hands off to Nichols. Treble just looking for that first field goal to go through, kind of get the lid off. Andre Wilson leaves with Nichols. Nichols to Pagenkopf, deep three, bang! As the shot clock expired, and it's a 6-3. Dixie State
2: trails, 17 minutes to go in the first half. All season long, when they need a big bucket, it's been Jack Pagenkopf either an assist or a jumper. And Jack Pagankoff's going to get called for a little hand check. And if they're going to
1: call it on this end, I can be yeah. a little more liberal tonight because yeah. we're not on the video stream. We're just on the radio in St. George. If they're going to call that, they're doing the same thing yeah. every play, every time Jack Pagankoff touches the yeah. ball. You're right. So I expect that whistle to happen on the Dixie State end. Jake Connor to the left side. Three-point shot on the way from War. It misses. Pagankoff will grab the rebound. Jack in transition. Absorbs a bump and lays it up and in. Six to five, Dixon State within one. 16.28 to play. Eli, three-point arc crack side. Bounces into einen guarded by Schofield. Tavenainen banging into Hunter, and he'll lay it up and missed it. Hunter grabs the rebound. Dixie State has it. An opportunity to take the lead. 6 6'5. Here's Jack living with Schofield. Right wing three on the way. Bang! Yes, sir. 8-6, Dixie State, the lead, and an 8-0 run for the Trailblazers. 16-0-3 to go.
2: Well, you can see that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna force Tavaninen to come out and, and guard Hunter Schofield at the three-point line.
1: Here's Monson.
2: He'll take a step back three right wing. It's too strong.
1: Frank Stain will tap the rebound as Stain goes up and uses all of the six foot-six frame. And Schofield the other way, running the lane in transition. He'll take a pass and score it.
2: The right-hand layup, 10-6, Dixie State the lead. Again, there—I mean, Hunter Schofield, he's very active offensively. He knows inside, outside game. He's very good, very versatile. It's good to get him going early.
1: Eli, handoff to Monson. Monson runs over Hunter Schofield. No whistle. Instead of pass inside of Einad. his shot is contested. It rims out Dixie State the rebound. cough across the timeline. he will slow it up. Gives the Schofield to the right side now, Wilson. Wilson puts it on the floor and he's going to get called for an offensive foul. He did extend the arm, and Andre Wilson has a tendency to kind of do that as he's trying to draw the contact. And Coach Judkins yelling out at the officials saying, hey, I want the same thing down here as he continues to coach and work every angle of this basketball game. The
2: first words out of his mouth were, hey, that's a good call. But let's let's call it on both
1: ends. It it was a foul. The arm came out. It was an offensive foul. And that's what will bring us to the under 16 media timeout. 15-14 to go. Dixie State, a 10-6 lead. Let's take just a 30-second timeout, just a 30. Come right back on the Trailblazer Basketball Network.
0: You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. we now return to Dixie State
1: Athletics. 15-14 to go, Dixie State, a 10-6 lead. A four-point advantage. Andre Wilson called for the offensive foul just before the break, and Andre's going to get some extended minutes tonight. As we don't know if we're going to see Jason Youngblood. For those of you just tuning in, second or third possession of the game, Youngblood went up high to grab a loose ball. He got his legs taken out from under him, and he came down and just landed on his head. And he's standing on the sideline talking to the trainer, Kelby Hoffhines, but no indication yet whether or not he's going to come back into this game. Cameron Chatwin is into the game. He was one we worried about a little bit. Here's Monson, skipping it out to Eli. Right corner, Roar, one dribble to the left. Fires a three, fading away, missed it. Cameron Chapman will go up and grab the rebound. Bounces to Jack Paganikoff. Jack across the timeline. Will dribble in, left elbow jumper, yes. So good at that. He lulled Alec Monson to sleep, kind of looked off like he was going to make a pass, and then stepped into the jumper. Dixie State by seven, 13-6.
2: I like the defense for Dixie. They're switching, they're talking, they're communicating. And now here's War.
1: Brandon War tried to elevate and dunk, and he was rejected by the rim. Here come the Trailblazers the other way in an offensive foul, the other way again on Andre Wilson.
2: Well, they're telling him he ran right through him. That was hard. Andre did not see his defender in front of him. He was just running straight to the spot. And you know that they've seen film. Because that guy went to a spot and he just stood there, did not move, and Andre didn't see him and ran right over the top of him.
1: 13 foul against Dixie State. It's actually a 12 to 6 lead. Dixie State by six. Live well, stats say 13. Yeah, we had about three different scores in the in the gym here at one point. It's 12 to 6. Dixie State is up by six. 13:54 to go. Here's Monson, leaping, leaner, baseline, right. He scores it, and now a four point lead for Dixie State. 12 to 8. Stain, whip it to Schofield, Schofield to Leighton Parker. Parker to Chatwin, he'll fire a three right wing, he buries it. A Mountain America three ball by Cameron Chatwin and a delay of game warning on Dixie State afterward as the ball got slapped away. And that will stop play long enough to get Josh Newbold into the game
2: and give Hunter Schofield a breather. Well, I guess it's safe to say Cameron Chatwin's going to be fine. I, I, think I think he's, he's going to be all right. He's he's come out, I mean the bell rang and he showed up. He's, he's playing solid defense. Ding, ding, yep, and he stepped out. 15 to eight, Dixie State up by seven. 13,
1: 25 to play first quarter, first half. It's a hard transition from the women's game where they play quarters. 12 to shoot for the Griffins and a whistle and a foul rings out against Dixie State. As Jay Connor was 30 feet from the bucket on the right wing and Cameron Chatwin got called for the foul. Fourth team foul against Dixie State. Just one foul called against Westminster. Monson to trigger baseline right holding, lob in top of the key. Jake Connor, Connor to the left side and Monson, Monson around a screen. May have traveled, got away with it. Eli
2: inside cutting back door. He'll catch the pass and score on the right side. They just drew so many defend, Dixie defenders when they got the ball in the middle that they didn't see that that back door cut right underneath the basket it was wide open. 15 to 10. Frank Stain. And the Trailblazers,
1: a five-point lead. Staying to Newbold. Newbold to Leighton Parker. Parker whips it back. Newbold. Newbold, they leave him open. He'll jump a three. Short. Tapped in. No. Missed by Cameron Chapman. That looked like it was going in. And Westminster, the rebound. 15-10, to 10, Trailblazers by five. 12.35 remaining first half. Here's Brandon War. War will lead with Monson. Monson, back to War. War skipping it left side to Jake Connor. Connor into the corner to JJ Eli. Had to tiptoe the sideline, he's able to save it in. 10 to shoot for the Griffins. 12 20 on the game clock. Here's Connor. Left side jumper fading away missed it. Jack Pagenkoff snares the rebound. Jack in transition, yo yoing right to left. Now gives to Stain. Baseline right. Passes inside. Newbold will catch and score. Good look from Stain. And Dixie State, a seven-point lead, 17 to 10, 12 minutes to go until halftime. Their defense starts that break. I mean, you can contribute that two points to their defense. There's War, top of the key to Monson. Monson, one dribble inside the arc. A free throw line jumper up and in for Alec Monson. 17 to 12, Dixie State, a five-point lead with 11.40 to go. And Chatwin's pass is tipped and taken away by Brandon War. A careless pass. Nobody was there for it. And a turnover. Monson in the lane. Can't score it. And the Griffins can't take advantage of the turnover. 17-12. Dixie State a five-point advantage. 11-20 remaining. Pagan Kopp for three straight away. Yes, sir. Treble by eight. 20-12. 11-15 to go. Pagan cough with an early 11 points in the first nine minutes of this basketball game. Well, Dixie doing a great job from the, behind the arc. It's five for seven for three-point line. J.J. Eli to answer. It'll rattle in and out. Missed it. Pagan the rebound. Oh, we're talking about it. Westminster, one for seven. Three-point line. I hope that continues. Jamar Ergas is going to check into the game after the whistle. We're going to go to the media. Pagan step back, jumper from the left wing. Missed it. Tried to draw the contact. It came. He did not get the whistle, though. I don't think Jack Pagan is going to put a three-pointer off the side of the backboard. Yeah. Monson to the left corner. Connor for three. Buries it. 20 to 15 Dixie State by five and Coach Judkins has words for the official on the way back up the floor. I mean, it's a You're four one to one foul to yeah, Athletics, Brought to you by
0: Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 state West by. Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return to you to Dixie State Athletics.
1: 10 to play. First half, Dixie State a 20 to 15 lead. Give you a stat check. Dixie State 47% for the field, 8 of 17. Westminster, on the other hand, 6 of 16 from the field, 37%. Dixie State, 5 of 10 from beyond the arc. Westminster 2 of 8 from beyond the arc. And you know, don't expect that 25% clip to keep up. We are in Westminster's home gym. Both teams going deep to their bench right now. James Wall Jasper gonna check in for the Griffins. Jamar Urgus is in for the Trailblazers. It's a, I don't think we've seen this lineup all year. We'll give you Dixie State's full lineup here in just a minute. Andre Wilson is back in and he's guarding Brandon War. Here's Eli. Lost it. Regained. Passes it to Tavanainen. Floater in the lane. Missed it short. And Dixie State the rebound. You can tell Tavanainen just not quite right. Into the corner, Parker for three, missed it. Nichols fighting for the rebound, couldn't quite get it. JJ Eli brings it down. So on the floor for Dixie State, as the Griffins push it up the floor, it's inside of Jarrett Jordan. Both teams, uh, did did Coach Parrish and Coach Judkins, as Eli gets inside and he lays it up and in. 20 to 17, Dixie State lead. Did Coach Judkins and Coach Parrish make some sort of a deal here? Hey, After this timeout, we're gonna go deep to our bench and, and throw in some guys that, you know, average about eight minutes a game, maybe. Here's Jamar Ergas. Urgas to Nichols. Over to Jamar, right wing. Ergas, entry pass, right side to Schofield. Quick pass, Andre Wilson, catch and shoot. Three left wing. Yes, sir. 23-17. Dixie
2: state by six. It was 20 to 15 when Dixie had the ball. and Now it's 23-17. They must have missed two points somewhere because now Westminster just got those those two points. Don't know where they came from, but. 23-17, rather than 23-15. 23-17, Dixie State by six,
1: and I think that's the right count. The Westminster basket cut it down to a three-point game, as Tom Ninan gets inside a right-hand layup missed. The the live stats we will go off the scoreboard here in the in the in the gym. The live stats are having some trouble <laughs> staying on the the right point count. 23-17, Dixie State by six. Here's Ergos. Urgas to Nichols. Over to Parker, back inside, Nichols on a pick and roll, and Jacob Nichols will lay it up and in Dixie State by 8.
2: 25-17, the under-8 media timeout coming on the next whistle, 7.55 until halftime. It shows you the effectiveness of that play. Any two guys from Dixie can run that play and make it work if they do it right. Wall Jasper forces up a layup, and Jamar Urgus there on the rebound. Ahead
1: to Parker. Parker whips it back out, Schofield for three, straight away, bingo! Dixie State the first double-digit lead of the night, 28-17 7.35 to go, and Westminster saying it's not fair that your big guy can shoot the three like that. 11-point lead for the Trailblazers, 7.25 to go until halftime. JJ Eli, path cut off by Andre Wilson. Over to Wall Jasper in the lane, shot blocked out of bounds, no! A whistle and a foul by Jamar Ergas. And now a 7-to-1 foul count at the 7-18 mark. Dixie State 28, Westminster 17. One-minute timeout and back on the Trailblazer Basketball Network. How can I help my daughter with her reading?
0: Searching for help with dachshund reading. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me try. Sarah's bright, but when she's reading, she has trouble sounding out words. Playing world music. What? I give up. A- Wait, I was trying to show you how Sarah feels every day redirecting to understood.org
2: Join parents and experts at understood.org a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help your child thrive
1: Brought to you by understood.org
0: and the Ad Council. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. 28-17,
1: 28-17, Dixie State by 11. treblazers 52% from the field, 11 of 21. treblazers have hit seven threes in the first half, and I'd have to go back and really do some research. I don't know if they've hit seven threes in the first half all season, but they'll take it. Seven of 13 from the outside. And meanwhile, Westminster just 35% from the field. Dixie State has turned the ball over six times. It's just one turnover for Westminster,
2: and yet Dixie State leading by 11. You know, they're, they're getting it done from behind the arc. That, that, that's one of our keys is to keep Westminster off of the three-point line. We talked about, you know, the, there's been eight games where they've shot less than 30%. That's the goal. I mean, we talked about Dixie being 9-0 and and they hold opponents to under 30%. Westminster right now is shooting 25%, so that's exactly where you want them to be. You know, I want to talk a little bit at some point, today, the difference between coming out of a, a made basket and a missed shot and what that means to three-pointers. At some point, we're going to get to that.
1: James Wall-Jasper will split his free throws. Meanwhile, here's Frank staying the other way. Fires a three left wing pretty early in the shot clock. And he couldn't get that one to go. 28-18, Dixie State by 10. 7:03 remaining. Here at half number one, Wall-Jasper to Monson. Monson, left wing, puts the ball on the floor. And he splits two defenders. What a move from Alec Monson. He lays it up and in. Jacob Nichols was anticipating, kind of coming over, trying to help. And Monson was able to split both defenders. He had a wide-open layup. 28-20. Dixie State by 8. 6.40 remaining here in half number one. Pagan Kopp to Frank Stain. Left corner. Stain bouncing inside. Trying to get it to Nichols, and it's stolen by Alec Monson. Monson doing it all for the Trailblazers right now. Or, excuse me, for the Griffins right now. And an eight-point lead for Dixie State. 28-20. Here's Jarrett Jordan. Jordan to Monson. Pump Fake. Now Monson back to Jordan, catch and shoot. Right wing three on the way, and it's in. Jared Jordan gets it to go, as Westminster has gone deep to its bench, trying to find some production. They're finding it, 28-23. Five-point lead for Dixie State. Paganikoff to answer, right wing three on the way. No, Schofield gonna tap it back out, and Dixie State will reset. Here's Jack on the right wing. Cross-court pass, Andre Wilson, one more into the corner. Stain, left of corner three, bingo! 31 23, Dixie State by 8. 5.45 to go. And Frank Stane, you get him that many open looks, and he's eventually going to knock one down. Dixie State by 8. And it's a 5.38 remaining until halftime. Here's Wal Jasper for Westminster. Shaking and Bacon, Right elbow jumper on the way. Rims out. Jacob Nichols crashes the boards. He'll snare it and hand off to Pagankoff. Jack across the timeline. Puts the ball on the floor, leaves to Schofield. Hunter into the lane, kicking to Frank Stain for three, left wing again. Back-to-back threes for Frank Stain, and the freshman has the Trailblazers back up on top by 11. 34-23, 5-13 to go.
2: Love to see that. You know when he's hitting those shots. You know Frank Stain is very tough guard when he's got his outside game going. JJ Eli gets it to go
1: in the lane as he splits a pair of defenders, and he'll lay it high off the window and in. 34-25, C State by nine. Here's Wilson to Frank Stain, passes up the three, this time drives inside, gets it to go, and one. Frank Stain missed a three-point shot three possessions ago, and
2: since then, he's got the Trailblazers' last eight points. You know, let, me, let me tell you something, the, the other night, I, I was working late and went down to the gym, and there was Coach Schroeder and Frank Stain after practice, and they were doing a drill where he had to see how many three-pointers he could make but he he had to, he couldn't miss two in a row. Okay. And he made 29 threes. And every time he missed one, Coach Schroeder would say, forget it. Forget it. Let it go. And to watch him hit 29 threes like that, he was on fire. And, and he's ready to go tonight.
1: Stane makes the free throw, and it's a 12-point lead. 37-25, 438 remaining here in the first half. Monson, a three to answer. Rims out. Cameron Chatwin the rebound. Chatwin will hand off to Pagan Koff. Jack across the timeline, leaving with Chatwin. Chatwin, left wing, holding, whipping around the defender to Nichols. Now back to Pagan Pagankov, to Cameron Chatwin quickly to the corner. Parker. Parker back to Chatwin. Catch and shoot. Three left wing. No. Frank Stain battling for the rebound. still loose on the floor, and the ball's kicking around. And what do we got, a kick? Who kicked it? Somebody kicked it. Goodness great I count one, two, three, four bodies on the floor, and it's gonna be a kick by Westminster by Monson. Monson, yeah. We don't have the we don't have a replay monitor up here tonight, so we can't really see it's tough to get what's going on. To Mars. One of the officials has gone down to the other end of the floor. Coach Judkins waving his hands at him and it took him a minute to get his attention. And now the referees are conferring. I think talking about how much time on the yeah. shot clock. But it'll be Dixie State ball. Credit. I mean, that all happens because Frank Stane gets a tip. Yeah. Tip. On, on a loose ball. I mean, it just it, he missed. And now what do we got? Did Jake Connor just? Did he check into a game? And is that his warm-up jersey or is that no, it's, a it's a towel? Someone had tossed him a towel. And they almost. Came. He had the towel in his hand when they gave the ball to Jake Pe- Jack Pagenkopf. Jack inbound pass to Stain. Quickly to the right wing, Parker. Go will swing it. Pagenkopf holding left wing. Jack bounces to Chatwin. Over to Frank Stain, right wing. It's the ball on the floor. Now to Pagenkopf. Deep three left wing as the shot clock expired. Missed it. And it bounces into the arms of Jake Connor. 37 25. Dixie stayed by 12. to go in the first half. We are under four. Media timeout coming on the next whistle. Connor inside. Gets it to go. A leap and leaner. Leans in. Banks it off the window. And the foul going to go against Frank Stain. 37-27. Dixie State by 10. 3.32 to go until halftime. Let's take a one-minute timeout and come back to Salt Lake City and the Trailblazer Basketball Network. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to
0: liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return to you to Dixie State Athletics.
1: 3.32 to go in the first half. Dixie State a 10 point advantage. As the Trailblazers try to clinch an RMAC title. Two years ago, when the Trailblazers ended their time in the Pac West Conference, they just messed around and won the regular season title and then the tournament title in the Pac West. Trying to do the same on their way out of the RMAC and into Division I in the Western Athletic Conference. Jake Connor at the line for a free throw. After making the bucket before the timeout, free throw is up and good. Rattles it home. Connor, a 77% free throw shooter, now whistles as we got a substitution. Hunter Schofield will check in. On the floor for Dixie State, Parker, Paganikoff, Stain, Chatwin, and Schofield. Jack races it across the timeline with just a couple seconds to spare. And now we'll settle into the half-court offense. Paganikoff to the left. Dribble handoff to Parker. Moving left to right, will bounce to Schofield, right elbow. Hunter passes to Jack Paganikoff. Jack into the lane, he's fouled with 3.05 on the game clock and 20 seconds of the shot clock. And the foul will go
2: against Brandon Willardson. Well, there's that call you know that we wanted on this end, we talked about, and Jack, he got he got the arm bar right there, and uh, the official's doing a good job being consistent.
1: Inbound to Leighton Parker, looking inside, nothing there. Instead, resorts to the right side, and Jack Pagenkopf. Jack off a of screen, dribbled off his foot. 2.52 to go. Dixie State will turn it back over to the Griffins. 37-28. Trailblazers a nine-point advantage. There's Brandon War. War to the near side and Alec Monson. Critical to close this half out on a high note. Can't give the Griffins any sort of momentum. Monson to to Willardson. Willardson. To Brandon War knocked out of his hands, regained, seven to shoot. War, the Willardson, four to shoot, three to shoot, turnaround jumper in the paint. No, ball tapped around. Frank Stane's got it. Cameron Chatwin slapped it and went right into the hands of Frank Stane. He almost went out of bounds. Here come the Trailblazers the other way. Pagan Koff, hand off to Stane, passes up a three, over to Schofield. Now to the left wing, Parker. Parker, skip past right wing Jack, catch and shoot, three on the way, Too strong. Rebound, Westminster. Jay Connor went up high and pulled it down. 37-28, Dixie State by nine. 155 remaining. Into the right corner, Brandon War for three. On the way, missed it, off the heel of the iron. Frank Stain chases down the long rebound. Stain, pass inside Chatwin, and he'll flush it. No, missed the dunk. Cameron Chatwin off the back iron, missed the dunk. And now here come the Griffins. War inside Monson, 10-foot jumper, floats it. No, Chatwin the rebound. Oh, the dunk would have been nice. <laughs> He but got by two hands. Well, the fans can't razz him too bad because Brandon War missed one even worse earlier in the game. Inside Parker fouled. Free throws coming for Leighton Parker.
2: Well there's a difference. When you miss a dunk and you hit the front of the rim and the And that's, and and that's check exactly out your what shoulder. I'm saying. <laughs> or, or there's the one camera Chey who just high and he went off the back of the rim. He went hard and, and he was gonna he was gonna make a statement with that dunk. He just couldn't get it to fall. Two points would have been nice right there. Free throw on the way from Parker. Josh
1: Newbold's at the table. He's checking in for Chatwin. Coincidence? Yeah.
2: No, he, good minutes by, by good Cam. Good minutes by Cam. Awesome minutes. You know, he's running the floor. A lot of people don't understand it. How It's hard for a big guy when you're underneath the basket. You're positioning for a rebound and blocking off. and you got to sprint to the other end and guard somebody in the post. That wears on you. Big guys get tired quick. There's a lot of running floor to, or baseline to baseline. Parker splits the free
1: throws, and it's at a 10-point lead. 38-28. With 1.14 to play until halftime. Monson whipping it inside. Tava 9, and he's back in. He'll float it, score it. His first bucket of the night. 38-30. And Dixie State wanted a timeout. Referee was not able to blow his whistle until Jack Pagenkopf was at half court. Does that mean that we get to inbound yeah, half court. at half court? You should. <laughs> they're going to pull it back, and he'll have to go the length of the floor. Coach Judkins wanted the timeout immediately after the make. Now they are going to say uh, they're going to let... Let them have it three-quarter court. Let's keep it right here. Timeouts are brought to you by Dairy Queen. It's 38-30 lead. Dixie State, uh, an eight-point advantage. If you're following along in the live stats and, and wondering why it's been changing so much, they, they got off earlier in the game, and the, and the statisticians are just they're trying to get it key back in. But it's 38-30. Live stats say 37-30. Dixie State does have an eight-point lead with 105 to play until halftime you're in that huddle, what are you expecting to see on this play? They're going inside, they're working around, they're trying to find a three. What What are you thinking here on this
2: play? Well, something very strategic. Coach Judkins is going to call that timeout. First of all, he needs to call one, but, you know, Westminster's gone to like a 2-3 zone. He wants to make sure that they are all on the same page on what they're going to play on this very important possession late in the second half. Peyton cough the
1: new ball. Inside looking for Schofield. A catch on top of nine, and he'll score off the window. 40-30, to Dixie State by 10. And the large contingency of Trailblazers fans here in the Bank and Fieldhouse will nod and clap their approval after that make. 40 to 30, Dixie State a 10-point lead. Monson for three to answer, missed it, and Pagan cough the rebound. Game clock at 35, shot clock at 27, and Dixie State will likely slow it down and try to bleed some clock here. Again, about a seven-second difference between game and shot clock. Dixie State with 15 on the shot. Now down to 10, Jack angles left now back right free throw line kicks to schofield right wing three bang hunter schofield the mountain america three-pointer dixie state by 13 seven to play down to six and five eli inside with four three layup yes with two inbound pass to newbold he won't get a shot off and dixie state will take an 11 point lead into the halftime break we're gonna have a breakdown in the full court coverage there at the end but the Trailblazers go down and, and, and they execute. They get a look inside to Schofield, and then he knocks down a three from the right wing right before the half, and Dixie State will take an 11-point lead into the halftime break. We transition right in to our uh, Seven Oaks Jewelers' halftime report. Mike, a great first half yeah, played. We, we mentioned uh, Jack Pagancoff kind of having that look in his eye. He's got, uh, well, interesting, he was listed as 11 points earlier in the game. He's got 10 points according to the stats right now. In the game hunter Schofield with 13 Schofield hasn't missed yet it's five for five from the field three of three from downtown Pagan cough's doing it all he's got 10 points five rebounds three assists and, and the Trailblazers are sharing the ball and, and right now they're doing all of this without the services of uh of a dason youngblood who if you're just tuning in a play early in the first half it, you know, the ball got thrown back out behind the three-point arc on Dixie State's offensive end of the floor, and it turned into kind of a 50-50 ball. Jason yeah. Youngblood was battling. I can't remember which defender he's battling with. They both went up, and the ball kind of got tied up, and, and Youngblood came down, wasn't able to get a foot down or an arm down or anything, came down and just hit his back and then whipped the back of his head onto the floor. And he was down for quite some time. They've checked on him. We haven't seen him since, and I would imagine we won't see him the rest of the time. Now, the concern is you know, with, with head injuries and like that. I don't want to speculate, but if there's, you know, certain head injuries, they go into a protocol yep. and he, he could, you know, we don't want to speculate, but that could bleed into next week in the RMAC tournament as well. But back to this game and Dixie stayed an 11 point lead at the half. They're shooting at 50% from the field, 47% from the outside. Let's go with what you've liked first and then maybe trying to transition into something you'd like to see maybe just tightened up a little bit going into the second half.
2: Well, first thing, I loved how they responded to a slow start. You know, I mean, how many times do we say it's still scoreless still scoreless three minutes into the half Yeah, three to four minutes into the half and the offense just wasn't clicking We saw a lot of errant turnovers some unforced turnovers and there was almost that moment of oh, no Here we go again, right? And I love that their collective ability to say guys We have to change right now and they did they flipped the switch and they started shooting the ball They started getting those high percentage shots that they've worked on and they have the confidence to knock them down That's been the difference and defensively how they're able to convert their defense to offense has been huge. And I mentioned earlier in the broadcast that there's a difference. When you get a rebound off of a missed shot and you can get the ball and go, they're a much better shooting team. And, and shooters are more, they're more comfortable running in the break and getting in their rhythm off of a break. Where if you give up a point and have to take the ball out of bounds, and almost walk it up where the defense is set now you've got to use coming off of screens they can switch there's a lot of things teams can do defensively that's, it's difficult so Dixie's ability to get stops has been able to convert to higher percentage shots in transition that's exactly what they want they want transition buckets and they're getting them this first half I love the way that they've responded they've executed and you can tell they're, they, they know what's on the line they know what happened last week and they're ready to change it Score update late in the first half. Uh, apparently,
1: South Dakota Mines is playing MSU Denver tonight. They have they put yeah. the wrong team in the back end. South Dakota Mines, a 23-11 to 11 lead over Black Hill State with 3.46 to play in the first half. We'll keep an eye on that game throughout the, the rest of the night. But the scenario is a Dixie State win coupled with a Black Hill State loss, and Dixie State has won the conference outright. Outright. Right. And, and, you know, We'll see what happens. we got a half to play here. We'll keep an eye on that score as well. But as we transition into our 7-0 Steelers halftime report, those are our first, our our early thoughts. Mike's told you what he's like. We broke down some of the numbers. Now let's step away. We'll take a full five-minute timeout. When we come back, we uh, continue to break the first half down. We'll give you some more numbers, and then we get set for second-half action. Dixie State 43, Westminster 32 at the half. Can the Trailblazers hold on for 20 more minutes and clinch at least a share at this point of the 2019-20 RMAC men's basketball regular season Championship. We'll find out after this five-minute timeout on the Trailblazer Basketball Network.
0: You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George, and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer, and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return to you to Dixie State Athletics.
1: Welcome back inside the Bank and Field House, Dixie State. 43-32 lead at the half. As we continue inside the Seven Oaks Jewelers halftime report, Dixie State fans happy at least at this point in the game with that 11-point lead. And I, I, I'll tell you, a large contingency of Trailblazer fans. I mean, as you look down the roster for this Dixie State squad, I mean, you've got, I mean, you just look at the, the hometowns. You've got New York, Canada, then South Jordan, Utah. you got South Jordan, Utah, South Jordan, Utah, Spanish Fork, Utah, Salem, Utah, Santa Clara, Utah. I mean, you got a lot of Utah guys and a lot, most of them up north, up here in northern Utah. And then you've got a lot of alumni here. You've got... You know, Trevor Hill's here. Austin Montgomery's here. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of guys. D- Dayler Youngblood's here. Julian Decree's here. I mean, you've got you know, even family of alumni that uh, Dub Price is here. D- Dub Price and his family are here. I mean, you've got a lot of alumni and their families that, you know, their kids aren't even playing anymore, and they're here to support the Trailblazers, and that's what it's all about It's the Trailblazer family. And uh, you know, they're making noise, and they've got a lot to make noise about here in the first half, as the, the Trailblazers lead this thing, 43-32 at the half. And we can give you the, the first half stats now. 50% for the field for the Trailblazers in the first half. 16 of 32 for the Trailblazers in the in the first half. They've got some things corrected now. Jack Pagenkopf, uh, 13 points on 5 of 11 shooting, 3 from 8 from downtown, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Hunter Schofield, again, 13 points, 5 of 5 from the field, 3 of 3 from the 3-point line. Frank Stain with nine points. And I'll tell you, Mike, he scored all those nine points in about a one minute stretch of game time. Back to back three back to back three point shots for Frank. And then the very next time down, down the floor, he got inside, got fouled, scored, and made the free throw. And that was after he missed his first. I mean, you look, you look at Frank Stain, he's three from six, three for six from the field. He missed his first three. And then made his next three, and I loved your story about him being in the gym with Coach Schroeder and shooting. And Coach Schroeder just telling, look, when you miss, doesn't matter. Forget about forget it, because we need you to be able to forget about it in order for Dixie State to make a run through the RMAC tournament and to be successful in in uh, regional play. Got to have Frank Stain you know, scoring nine, you know, 10,
2: 11, 12, 13 points a game. And each guy brings something different to this team, and I love the fact that they're figuring out what that is. You know, that they're not all out there to score. They're not all out there to get their own. I mean, this is truly a team that's turning into and has been playing for a while now as a team. They have their lumps, but tonight, they're, they're, they're really playing like that. Unselfish. I mean, guys like Hunter Schofield that's getting it done on both sides of the floor. Defensively, doing a very good job. Offensively, inside, outside. We've got Jack Pagenkopf making it happen. Guys coming off the bench, accepting a role of, hey, I'm, I might be the 6th, 7th, 8th man on this team, but it doesn't matter. And I'm going to step in and when I have a chance, I'm going to do everything that I can to help us win. And they've got that mentality. The other thing that I love, Carrick, we've got Westminster out here on the floor. Dixie's yet to come. Coach has got there's, the whiteboard out. There they come. He's he's doing his work. And and that that lead means nothing to him. He is working his tail off to make adjustments and to talk to his team about you know what he saw and what, and what they will change. I love those halftime talks and those – adjustments and and what he's seen and and what they're willing to do the second half Westminster's played a little bit of his own so I'm sure they talked about that a little bit but it's all about defense from here on out they've given up 32 points but they've held them to some low shooting percentages if they can do that the second half and really ratchet up that defense just a little bit take away that shooting space from Westminster you're going to see that lead slowly get bigger and bigger the one key I, I can't believe we haven't mentioned yet the free throws for Dixie State only two for three right the two for three from the free throw line if the stats are right that I'm looking at but they haven't shot very many free throws. no only two for three uh but hey for those looking at the three point yeah, free throw percentage but yeah it's and it, well two for three
1: is there and they're only the three attempt
2: Frank Stane. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, Frank Stane went one for one, and and Layton Parker went one for two. And you can look and at that and say, you know, we're not attacking the rim, but they're just they're getting open shots, and they're Dixie knocking it down.
1: Twelve points in the paint. Yeah, sixteen of Westminster. I mean, they and they are Dixie State made nine threes in the first half. Yeah, they're, I mean nine of nineteen from the outside. I mean uh, that that's for Dixie State. That's usually an end of game number, but they, they've come in here and and tonight and and they found things. I mean, Hunter Schofield has hit three of those. Cameron Chatwin hit one, you know, so that's four of those nine threes from your, from your bigs, from yeah. big guys, picking pops, leaking out behind, behind the line. And there was clearly something in there, the, the game plan that, you know, I, I think the the bigs on this team here have a lot more freedom to shoot the three than, than they used to. And I think if there's one former big that would agree with me, that's Julian Decree. Absolutely. <laughs> and he's here tonight and he, yep. he wanted to shoot three, but, but in all reality, I think they've got, you know, that's not the first option. But after, you know, 10, 15 seconds out of the shot clock, you pick and pop, you're open, you take no, it. No. And that's added another wrinkle to this Dixie State offense.
2: And, you, and then you sprinkle in the rebounding advantage. 25 yes. to 11 rebounds. Westminster's missed 19 shots, and Dixie's not giving them second chance opportunities. They're crashing the glass, being very active with the rebounds. We are back. <laughs> championship mentality. That's exactly what they've got right now.
1: Back in play. Westminster will have the first possession of the second half. Both teams go original starters, except as Brandon Ward takes a jumper from the free throw line, misses off the right side. Frank staying the rebound for Dixie State. Andre Wilson in place of Dacent Youngblood for the Trailblazers. Hunter Schofield mid post right side fakes left, goes right. A floater is in and back out. How did that not stay down? Both teams going to their big guys early, looking to take advantage of the paint. 43-23 Dixie State still by 11. 19-20 remaining. War jump step into the lane and it goes rolled around and fell through. Trailblazers by nine, 43-34, and Dixie State a nine point advantage. 19 minutes and five seconds away from an RMAC championship. Frank Stain free throw line jumper, no, but a whistle and a foul away from the ball against Brandon War and Dixie State will have the ball back with 20 seconds on the shot clock. 902, 1902 on the game clock.
2: That's just Nichols making it happen. He's cutting hard, and he's making himself hard to guard off of the ball. And that's where they got that call. Jacob Nichols just ex- playing very hard, cutting extremely hard away from the ball. Inbound Andre Wilson, a two-point jumper just inside the arc left side, and it's up and in. Now Andre on the other end, he's just got to be careful now and not get any of those fouls. Look at his first yeah. two fouls of this game, and they were kind of those obscure fouls that you don't see very often, and he picked up two of them.
1: Brandon Moore holding left side. I'm trying to remember, Andre hit a three in the first half, right? Did he not? According to these stats, that's his first bucket. But I could have sworn he hit a three in the first half. Here's Westminster. Bounce pass inside Tavanainen. The runner, no, rushed it. Tap back out by, by Nichols, but there was no red jerseys out beyond the arc. And Westminster will reset and pass into Tavanainen, and this time he scores. 45-38, no, 45-36. Nixie State, the nine-point lead. Wilson to the free throw line. Back to Schofield, we will drive inside, he'll lay it up and in with the right hand. Too easy for Hunter Schofield. 47-36,
2: Schofield has 15 points. That's every possession for both teams this half have been post-touches. Both teams trying to, Norm and John Judd, because they both know how important it is to attack that paint. And a foul called on the other end.
1: Westminster will have the ball on the floor. If you look at the stat panel, they show Andre Wilson for five points.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely two
1: on the stats. So there's a three-point shot somewhere that has been given to someone other than... It may have been Pagan He might have only made two. Back in play we go. I'm getting distracted. Brandon War, three-point land straight away. War, holding. Bouncing inside, Tavanainen. Backing in on Schofield, and he ran him over. No, no whistle, and they let Tavinen lay it up and in. Nine-point lead, 47-38. He was outside of the arc, and there was certainly contact. No flop warning was issued. You got to do something there, right?
2: Yeah. Well, if you're missing? saying it's
1: not a flop, then it's it's a foul, right? Yeah. Paganov holding three-point land straight away, moving to the right, swinging to the Nichols. Jacob, pass inside, Schofield fouled from behind, and free throw's coming for Hunter Schofield. You can see fouls on every end, almost every time down, and they've come out and they've wanted to make sure that they keep control of this game in the second half,
2: calling it pretty tight. Oh, and it's tough, you know, to make that adjustment, you know, for, for coaches and players to, to come out and know that it's, it's, everything's going to be called. You don't want to adjust exactly what your game plan is, but you've got to be smart as a player that, you know, you. There's a lot of contact down there on that Hunter Schofield. A lot of people thought that he took a charge. Well, if you're Hunter Schofield, you can't come down and say, well, I'm not yeah. going to try to take a charge next time. No, you're still going to take a charge. But yeah. in the back of your mind, you're wondering, am I going to get this or are they going to give it to yeah. me?
1: Schofield splits the free throws. He's got 16 points, and it's a 10-point Dixie State lead. 48-38, 16:50 remaining. AJ Eli, the top of nine, and he just bumped into Jacob Nichols the same way. Eli inside, high off the window, no. Nichols the rebound. Pagenkopf in transition, loses, tips it back to Andre Wilson. Out of Schofield, left wing, swinging around the horn. Here's Stain. Frank to Pagenkopf. Jack drives the inline, passes to Wilson, catch and shoot three, left corner, no. Too strong, tapped around. Hunter Schofield's got it. They'll whip it back around to Wilson, left corner three again, no, missed it. nine in the rebound. And Tom and I just threw it away and a foul called on Alec Monson as he shoved Jacob Nichols into the bleachers. It's getting
2: chippy. It's getting chippy After, on the loose ball.
1: And the referees are gonna get together together and discuss. I mean, is could that be a flagrant? Well, Jacob Nichols just plays hard. I mean, was there was there a play on the ball? They're gonna send it to their benches, they're gonna look at it. Which I think is absolutely the right call, right thing to do, because in pursuit of the ball, there's a move that's made that's not a basketball move, and two hands in the back of of Jacob Nickel, and he ended up in the first row of the bleachers. He, he his red then just blended in with the rest of the red, so they're going to look at it. We uh, obviously don't don't have any uh, any replay capabilities to see what they're they're looking at up here. You know, they did tell me before the game, if you pull the game up on the YouTube stream, you can rewind it. Oh, hey. And you can kind of uh, see what, what might have happened. But anyway, they're, they're looking at that. Dixie State has a 10-point lead, 16-13 to go until in, in regulation here. And they've looked at it. They're going to get together and discuss, I think they're saying just common foul. And and that's going to be it. We won't obviously get another look at it, but common foul. But it was worth a look. I mean, yeah. anytime you you have the player end up, you know,
2: in in the first row of the the bleachers. Well, he ran into my two daughters sitting down there. So I'm going to text her and ask her. She'll, I'm sure she's got the inside scoop. Of those two scattered when they saw Jacob Nichols headed right for him.
1: Yeah. 48-38, Dixie State a 10-point lead, 16-13 to go. See if Dixie State can take advantage of the turnover, because remember, Tavanainen, as it's tipped away on the inbound pass, Nichols will chase it down. Tavanainen had the rebound for the Griffins and then threw it away. Wilson, inside, gives to Frank Stein. Cross-court pass, Paganikoff. Jack into the left corner, Wilson passes up a three this time. Passing inside, errant pass, but it goes into the hands of Frank Stain, left side jumper, no, missed it. Westminster the rebound, into the hands of Jake Connor. Under 16, media timeout coming on the next whistle, 48-38, Monson for Westminster, has possession with Dixie State on top by 10.
2: And to Willardson, offensive foul, will take the bucket off the board. Andre Wilson doing an awesome job of, of coming over from the help side. His guy was on the left side of the floor. He ran all the way over, put himself in position to take that charge. Great hustle there by Andre Wilson for that help side, put himself in position, looking out for his teammates, got his back and took the charge. Coach Parrish does not like that
1: call, but <laughs> boy, both of these coaches, I'd, I'd hate to be refing this game right now because <laughs> no matter what you call, you've got someone in your ear. 15-31 to go, Dixie State. Leading it by 10, 48-38. We'll take the 60-second timeout, come back on the Trailblazer Basketball Network.
3: Forest service and the ad council.
0: You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics.
1: 28-38, Dixie State, a 10-point lead and possession with 15-30 remaining in the second half. Pagan to Jacob Nichols, pass inside, Schofield catch and shoot in the paint. Schofield with 18 points to lead all scores, and Dixie State a 12-point lead, 50-38. Coach Judkins is telling Norm, oh, you're going to go to your big guy? Well, guess what, I'm going to go to mine, too. That's inside Willardson, he'll float, missed it. Jack Pagan the rebound. Nichols ended up on his back. He's checking his eye. Now he's back up and here he comes. Dixie State now with five players on the offensive end. It's Andre Wilson. And Nichols is knocked over by Jake Connor as he continues that screen. Connor bumped him the one time and he kind of took two steps back and then he set another screen on him. This time he just set Nichols right on his back. And he's still checking his eye
2: from the fall he took on the other end of the floor. Jacob Nichols is not afraid to put his chin in there. You know, he's the guy on that team that's not afraid to mix it up, he's not afraid to sacrifice his body, and he's not afraid to to get a little bit chippy. He's willing to take the contact, and that kind of drives people nuts, but he's doing a great job of irritating some of those Westminster players. Hunter Schofield from the right elbow, he buries it. 20 points for Hunter Schofield the Dixie State by 14.
1: 52-38. 14:34 remaining. Monson leaves to Willardson. Pass tipped by Pagan and stolen. Pagan one-on-one with Connor, and he's fouled. And look out, Stan Pleu, our photographer, right under the bucket. Nearly had Jay Connor land on him. And Westminster are going to take a timeout. They want to talk about it. It'll go to a full timeout. 14.23 to go. Dixie State 52. Westminster College 38. One-minute timeout and back on the Trailblazer Basketball Network.
0: You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return to you to Dixie State Athletics.
1: 14-23 to go, Dixie State. A 14-point lead, 52-38. And Jack Pagenkopf at the line for a pair of free throws out of the timeout. Trailblazers 48% from the field. This will be the sixth and seventh free throw attempts for the Trailblazers tonight. Agenkopf first is up and in. Free throws to by Vintage at Canyon Lands. now with 14 points. This is his first point of the second half. Second free throw up and good. 16 point Dixie State lead, 54 38. 14-20 remaining. AJ Eli swinging left side to Brandon War. Ramonson, free throw line. Right wing in Connor. The JJ Eli driving the baseline. Up and under, missed it.
2: And Dixie State will grab the rebound. Four guys around that rebound. You know, they're, they're playing a little bit of a zone, and four of those guys crash the boards. Hagen Kopf to Schofield. Schofield the
1: Stain. free-throw line, jumper up and in for Frank Stain. And Dixie State leads by 18, 56-38, with 13.40 remaining. War. Here's to Monson. Monson. Holding left wing, steps inside, fires a jumper, missed it. Frank Stain the rebound.
2: Now again, here's a, a Dixie miss, or a Westminster miss, leads to that transition offense by Dixie. that time, Jack Pagenkopf getting really deep. He got called for a travel. But Dixie's such a different team. When they can rebound the ball and go in transition, they're very good. And nobody better than Jack Pagenkopf, who definitely, if I had a vote, it would go towards Jack Pagenkopf as Armack Player of the Year. Oh, no question. Connor Connor War.
1: Backing in and stolen away by Hunter Schofield, came for the help side and he stripped it away. To Schofield, he'll drive inside. Hangs, hits with contact and one. He'll go to the bucket for a free throw. The foul against Jake Connor and he's just had a frustrating night tonight. That's Connor with a frustrating night. Schofield will score it. And Schofield
2: to the line for a free throw. Again, you know, it was their defense. Dixie coming over on the help side, double teaming the post, getting a strip, and then they go. They get the ball out and they go, and it's such a big difference. He leaves the free throw
1: short. Uh, here's Connor. He'll splash home a three the other way. And it's an 18-point Dixie State lead, 58-41. Now here's Parker to answer, right wing three. Missed it. Connor the rebound. Make that 17-point lead for Dixie State. I don't know how to, subtraction is hard for me. Connor, another three right wing. Yes, back-to-back threes, and Coach Judkins wants timeout. It's 58-44. Dixie State lead quickly trimmed down to 14 with 12-19 remaining. It's a 30-second timeout.
2: You know, Kerrick, we we, look, we hate to bring up last week, but 16-point lead late in the game. And how did both teams come back bring 3 Three-point shot. You know, and they gave up that three-pointer, and Coach Judkins met Cameron Chatwin at half court and just was hands up and said, I want to hear what, what, what Why happened. Why aren't you out there? Yeah, what? I, he didn't yell at him. He just said, what are you doing? We've been out there the whole game, and now... Well, whatever Cameron Cameron Chapman told Coach Judkins wasn't good enough because he instantly grabbed the whiteboard and went to work. This is where Dixie State needs to buckle down. This has been their Achilles' heel for two weeks. Most of their losses, it's been a scenario like this. Can tonight they find it in themselves to hold a lead and finish a team off? Can they go to the free throw line and knock down their free throws? Can they defend the three-point line and hold off the Westminster run? This is where their championship mentality goes on display. This is when they become the team that everybody has known and thought they were all year, but they've got to get it done in this 12 minutes and 19 seconds. That lead is not big enough to take your foot off the accelerator. This is where this team defines their moment tonight and they go after those nets. XC State 58, Westminster College 44. You know, I'll tell you, Jack Pagancoff played a lot of minutes. You know, with, with not having – he's not even on the bench anymore. Jason, oh, yeah, it is. is. Jason but Not having him has forced Dixie to do some different things with their guards, and that's added a lot of time to Jack Pagancoff. And, you know, he's, he's playing a lot of minutes, and it's very important to keep him fresh. He's their motor. He's their guy. And Coach Judkins will do a good job of managing his time to keep him fresh. Jamar Ergas into the game, as well as Josh Newbold, Ergos will bounce the new bowl. The
1: new bowl missed it, then chase down his own rebound. Dixie State will reset. 11.55 to go. Trailblazers by 14. Parker into the right corner, Ergos. Seven to shoot. Here's Pagenkopf. 30 feet from the bucket. Will drive inside, fadeaway jumper at the free throw line, and
2: it's up and in. Jack Pagenkopf, so silky, so smooth. Knocks it in. Well, you know, John Stockton used to always say when he would drive, if he saw two eyes looking at him, he would pass. If he only saw one, he would, he would shoot it. That time, Jack Pinkoff got to the middle of the floor and all eyes were just on him. He wasn't going to penetrate. Stopped on a dime and hit that pull-up jumper. Cameron Chatwin will draw a charge
1: on the other floor as he took an elbow to the bottom of the chin. He's, he saw the neck snap back yeah. a little bit afterward, and then he went to the floor. I think that's what drew the foul, yeah. even more than just Chatwin going down. 60 to 44, Dixie State by 16. Parker stripped out of his hands and stolen away by Jarrett Jordan. Jordan in transition. Guarded by Ergas. Top of the key to War, over to Connor. Connor to War, right wing three on the way. Missed it strong, Chatwin the rebound. Handed it off to Pagancock for Dixie State. Here's Ergas, to Newbold. And off to Pagankoff, over to Chatwin. Three-point land straight away. Back to Jack, holding on the right wing. They give him space. He takes a three, and it rims out. Pops out. J.J. Eli the rebound for Westminster. And off to Jarrett Jordan. 60 to 44. Dixie State by 16. 10:38 to go in the second. Here's Schmidt. Gives to War. War path cut off. Out to Jake Connor. Open look for three. Knocks it in. 60 to 47, and Jay Connor has heated up here in the second half. 13 point Dixie State lead with 10 18 to go. Strap on your seatbelts. We are far from finished. This drive is not over. No. As Chatwin has it taken away by Jarrett Jordan. Jordan to War. One on one with Chatwin spinning inside. Floats fouled. Free throws coming. For Brandon War with 10 minutes remaining. Chatwin second. Just the second team foul called against Dixie State. And War will go to the line for a pair of free throws. First one on the way and in. 10 minutes even to play here at half number two and what was a 20 point lead has been trimmed down to a 12-point lead. Oh, scary, you know, it's scary to think about.
2: You know, it's... Seen this happen before, you know, and you don't want to think about it, but it's real. This team can't take this lead lightly. You know, 10 minutes to go, they've got to get back to doing those things that built that lead. Both free throws good, and the lead's down to 11. Inside to Schofield,
1: missed, but he's fouled. And he'll go to the line for a pair of free throws. And this is where it's important for Hunter Schofield to buckle down. Got 22 points tonight, a 9 of 10 shooting, 3 for 3 from outside, with just 1 of 3, one of three from yeah. the free throw line. And he struggled as of late from the
2: line, and he'll miss the first one. Well, it's been that recipe, right? They, they miss free throws, they give up 3-pointers, this is what they need to well, They need to find some new ingredients. Yeah, yeah. The recipe is not working anymore. Grandma's Chocolate chip re-
1: cookie recipe is no longer the uh, the cream of the crop. Makes the second free throw, and it's a 12 point lead, 61-49. He stayed on top by 12, 9:44 to go. Give the Tavoninen. Tavoninen guarded by Schofield. Over to War. War behind the back dribble to JJ Eli, left corner. Passes up a three inside. Nope, ran over. Who else? Hunter Schofield.
2: Hunter's been everywhere tonight. A good minute by Hunter Schofield, defensively doing a good job. <laughs> uh oh, Coach Parrish has lost the suit coat.
1: It's a 10 2 foul advantage in favor of Dixie State. And Norm Parrish has taken off the suit code. The head coach of Westminster. That was with possession and a 12 point lead. Pagan Koff, offensive foul the other way. A moving screen will go against Jacob Nichols. And you can see both. And don't be shocked, and, and I know they like to say that it, it's not how it is, just because there's a big disparity. We're not just going to start calling fouls against one team, but look for this foul count to be evened up fairly quickly. Tavaian into the left corner, Eli for three on the way, missed it. Taken off the rebound see State with possession, 9 minutes to go, and a 12-point lead, 61-49. Stain. to Schofield, fakes a 3, now puts the ball on the floor, passes to Frank, left wing 3. Yes! Frank Stain, a monster night tonight for him. He's got 14 and 8 rebounds, and a blocking foul against Hunter Schofield
2: as Jake Connor ran him over. It helps him out. I tell you what, Gary. He took it. He took yeah. the charge. He just did it inside the circle. Yep. You know I think he probably Hunter Schofield well, probably leads the we arm. We had a similar play like that in the women's game, to- and
1: I, I know you don't want to give up an easy bucket. You want to make Brandon Moore earn it from the free throw line. As it stands, 7:59 to go, Dixie State. A 14-point lead, 66-52. One-minute timeout and back on the Trailblazer Basketball Network. We
3: live it.
0: Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United.
1: Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council.
0: You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return to you to Dixie State Athletics.
1: Welcome back inside the making field house the campus of Westminster College in Salt Lake City, Utah. Drove up today. Beautiful drive and beautiful weather in the Salt Lake City area. Stop for lunch and 57 degrees outside and sunny. Nice. And I thought, did, did we bring the weather with us? This is very nice. Hope so. Dixie State, a 14 point lead inside. And you're, I was questioning maybe the motive for that foul before the, the break, but we're just a 58% free throw shooter. First one on the way, and I'll make it. I guess it, you've won the battle if he splits the pair of free throws. 13 point Dixie State lead, 66 53. Second one on the way, he missed it, and Dixie State has the rebound. There you go, averages. You earned a point by the chase down foul, but now Schofield just with one more foul to give. Stain, free throw line to Schofield. Head off Parker. Parker stripped out of his hands and taken away. Dixie State has got to start taking better care of the basketball. Connor, inside, Tavanainen. Tavanainen banging inside with Schofield. Shot up, no. Offensive rebound, Connor. Shot clock did not reset. It's at 14. Eli will drive inside. Hey, he can't hit. And this ball rebounded by Frank Stane. And then he's fouled by Jake Connor on the way back
2: up the floor. Hustle play there by Frank Frank Stane to track that ball down and have the presence of mind to get it out of the break and go. And, Got bumped, earned himself a trip to the free-throw line where he gets two free-throws. Two free-throws.
1: And the double bonus already. Jake Connor going to pick up the foul. That's his fourth. Frank Stain to the line for a pair of free-throws. 69% clip from the line this season for Stain and makes the first. 15 points for Stain. I'm telling you, if Stain is... You know, he was hot to start the season, kind of had his freshman moments in the middle parts of the season, and if if now he's showing, because he makes both free throws, what he's gonna be doing, you know, here, down the the tournament stretch, and as we get ready for NCAA
2: play as well. Well, his best games have been on this floor, right? Earlier on the season. he he likes this floor. Dixie State played here to open the season, two straight weeks, and in both those games, he had huge weeks, so, you know, Frank, Frank Stein, Love him. Playing
1: here at uh, Banken Fieldhouse. Banken Fieldhouse. 68-53, Dixie State by 15, and at 6.58 remaining on the clock. Westminster to possession. Monson to Jarrett Jordan, eight to shoot. Splits two defenders, stripped out of his hands, and back off of his leg, and out of bounds.
2: Back to Dixie State on the turnover. Good hands, you know, getting hands in there, mix it up, and causing that turnover. Again, Dixie State's defense getting a stop. Hopefully, they can capitalize here with this possession. 6.48 to go. Going to walk it up a little bit, get into their offense, and look for them to go side to side. You know, Coach Judkins right here is probably looking at the ball reversals. Not a quick shot. Wants to see some movement. The ball going wing to wing. Guys looking to pass up a good shot for a better shot. 14 to shoot. Pagan
1: left wing. On a screen from Nichols. We'll take one dribble to the right and bury a Mountain
2: America three-pointer. 22 points for Jack Pagan Perfect. Textbook. The ball, three reversals. Great screens, hard cuts, wide open three, extend the lead. 71-53, Dixie State by 18, 6.15 to go.
1: Here's War for the Griffins. Baseline left, guarded by Nichols, pass inside. J.J. Eli, pump fake, missed the layup, ball is tipped. Frank Stane will chase it down in the corner and save it in bounds to Cameron Chatwood. And Dixie State will have it back. Uh, gotta awesome. love the effort. That Frank Sten- He's got a double double tonight. 16 points, 10 rebounds. Hustle, <laughs> you guys. So Frank Sten- make that 11 rebounds. It Had not updated yet. Paganikoff inside, shot blocked, offensive rebound by Nichols, but then the pass is stolen as he tried to whip it back out. And here come the Griffins
2: with 5:38 remaining. Good half, Dixie. In the first 15 minutes of this half, pretty solid. They've had some moments where they're. They're shaky, but defensively, you know they've done a better job of protecting the three-point line.
1: Here's Jordan
2: inside shot blocked
1: by Cameron Chatwin, and Coach Judkins yelling at him, "Hey, take that one!"
2: Oh, okay. Cameron Chatwin kind
1: of came down tried to block the
2: shot. Cameron Chatwin doing a good job of getting that block block shot, and then reminding people we should see my grades. Oh, no, I'm. <laughs> Academic All-American candidate. I'm getting it done in the classroom. I'm the SAC president. Ladies on campus, or my back pocket, following me around. I mean, life, life is, is good. good. Yeah, life is good. Life is good. good Camera chat, You call a foul on me. I'm okay. I'll rebound. <laughs> first, first free throw missed by Jarrett Jordan. You know, I'm the SAC club. Uh,
1: Advisor. Advisor. And, and he's our
2: president. I love working with Cameron oh, Chatwin. Cam- there's no one. More no
1: student athletes. More fun to be around than Cameron Chatwin. It's just good dude. Always glowing, smile, positive attitude, no matter what. Love it. Thinks he stayed the other way on a 71-54 lead. Stained pump fake, and it's fouled. The ball shot out of his hands, went off the bottom of the backboard, nearly got him back on the top of the head. Checks the hair, makes sure that it's okay. Yeah, there's good. It's good I'm going to the line. I just checked it. Uh, Frank Stane's first collegiate double-double. Nice. First, first uh, time in, in rebound and double-digit double-digit rebounds this season for Frank Stane. He'll miss the first free throw. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, Coach Judkins will probably point at the rebounds that Frank Stane had tonight before he points to the points. Yeah. <laughs> because he, he's been saying that all year long. He's a scorer. We know that but he's long as he makes his second free throw. 72-54, Dixie stayed an 18 point lead. Six foot six. They need Frank to rebound. He's long frame and he's doing that tonight. Good point. Brandon War for three, missed it badly. Jacob Nichols the rebound. And we may be starting to get to desperation time for the Griffins, down 18 with 4.50 to go.
2: And again for Dixie, it's side to side, ball movement. Look, you wanna see a lot of movement, hard cuts, taking care of the basket. Chatwin offensive foul.
1: A pass inside from Pagancoff, and they're going to say, was he? They're going to ask. Jack Pagancoff immediately said he was in the arc. They're going to look at it, I think. They're going to change it to a block. The other referee came over and said, no, he's in the circle. He's in the arc. And Jack Pagancoff pointed immediately and said, no way. He's He's in the restricted area. And they are going to change to a blocking foul and chat one to the line for two. So does Jack get another assist for this? Yes, I, I think so. <laughs> he should.
2: Hagenkoff cough 22 points, six rebounds, six assists. You know, this, you love that. If you look over there, Jack and Coach Judkins right there talking. I wish people could see that yeah. conversation between head coach and point guard. Right? Because it's not a one-sided conversation. It's coach Judkins asking Jack questions. Jack and, and, giving him good feedback. And that's been earned. Yes, I mean, absolutely. It's been incredible to see.
1: How quickly Pagankoff, you know, came in, learned the system last year, and and
2: just thrived this year. Well, you can see him. He's, he's he's talked to every guy on the floor on his team during that free throw to make sure they were all on the same page. one missed, made the first, missed the second, but Dixie State has the rebound on the Nichols tap out.
1: Here's Stain. Left wing three on the way. No. Ball is tipped around. Jake Connor's got it. Body's hitting the floor everywhere, and Connor traveled. You know, he almost got the first down. <laughs> <laughs> made the catch across the middle. Didn't get the ball down on the floor
2: afterward. And we've got a dog up here on the track. Well, You credit a few of those Dixie guys in transition that are running Yeah, they, got,
1: they got the hands up. and Connor got caught in between making a pass yep. and putting the ball on the floor. Yeah, great transition defense there for Dixie State. 19-point Dixie State lead. 73-54. Here's Wilson, of pagan cough. Jack three-point land straight away. Will lob into Chatwin, and he put a little too much on the pass. And now Cameron's gonna. Not Cameron. Is Hunter gonna get called for a foul? I think they say he held Jarrett Jordan, and Jordan kind of came down weird on his foot. He's gonna hobble back up the floor. And now one and one, for Westminster. Fourth foul against Cameron Chatwin. At this point, you start to run in. And I know the game's there's 409 left. You're almost to the under four media timeout. You start pulling these seniors out one by one. You've got an Armac tournament game Tuesday. And then hopefully Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Jarrett Jordan to the free throw line. Makes the front end. He'll get one more. Score update. Black Hill State trailing 40-37 to with 7.01 remaining in Rapid City, South Dakota. He stayed four oh nine away from clinching at least the share of this season's Armac title. And Jordan going to make both free throws, and then he's going to check out.
2: Hope he's okay. He's ho- he hobbled back up the floor. One other thing real quick is Cameron Chatwin left the game, and it looks like he got a nasty cut somewhere. You know, he, he's, he's, he's off the side of the uh, – oh, yeah. Kelby's looking at him, and uh, it looks like he got hit in the lip pretty hard. Uh Kelby's, Keep an eye on that. He was saying, come on, guys. You're keeping me busy tonight. Let's, Let's see if Kelby can stitch him up. 73-56.
1: It's state by 17. Here's Nickold spinning inside. He missed it. Good move. But a little too much on the, the shot attempt. The Westminster Griffins with the rebound. And here's Eli. There you go for Wall Jasper. Wall Jasper to Connor, and it's stolen away. Hagenkopf with the strip. And what a pass inside to Jacob Nicholson. <laughs> Jacob missed the, the layup. Oh, boy. Here come the Griffins. A Euro step. War will lay it up and in.
2: Jack took that ball. That was, oh, my goodness. And he went. You, you explained it. Every one of his instincts. Anybody else would have pulled that out. That was a one on four. But Jack knew exactly what he was doing. He had a smile on his face. Set the defense up perfect. And bounced. delivered a dime. He bounced it through t- his legs from, from the back to Nickels. Nichols
1: will drive inside, misses the layup, and Westminster the rebound. It's a 15-point game, folks. This, this game's not over yet. Dixie State has gone cold for the field. Here's War. Decides against the three. Gets inside, turn around, right-hand floater. Good. 13-point game. Dixie State timeout. 73-60. Just when you think you can start breathing a little easier, get a little more comfortable, here comes a quick Westminster run with three consecutive buckets. 73-60. Timeouts brought to you by Dairy Queen. It's a full timeout, so let's take it. 2.48 remaining, 60-second timeout and back on the Trailblazer Basketball Network.
0: You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. 2.48
1: 2.48 to go, Dixie State, a 13 point lead, but it was as high as 18, 19 points just a few minutes ago. Trailblazers will have the possession on the floor for Dixie State. They're gonna put Hunter Schofield back out there. Andre Wilson's back out, they're, they're going back to the starters. We gotta, we gotta close this thing out, we're gonna mess around here.
2: Yeah. No reason to take your foot off the accelerator at this point. Full court pressure, but Dixie State will break it easily. remaining, Dixie State with a
1: 13-point lead. You score, you you think, you score a couple of times here. There's just not quite enough time for Westminster to come all the way back. But crazier things have happened. Stain to Jack Pagenkopf, three-point land left side, stops the dribble, cross-court pass Andre Wilson, right wing three on the way. He hits it with one second on the shot clock. My question is, how did Pagenkopf even see
2: Andre Wilson over there? you, you could not drop a better play with two minutes to go in that lead. They took the shot clock all the way down to one. Perfect offensive possession.
1: 76-60. Treblazers by 16. Two minutes remaining. Eli inside passes back out. War penetrates inside. Bounces to Connor. He missed the layup, point blank. Been that kind of a night for Westminster. Treblazers snare the rebound, and we are under two minutes to play. And Dixie State can feel it. 140 away from their second conference championship in three years Wilson top of the key over to Pagan Kopf steps into a right elbow jumper no tapped around and out of bounds off of Jacob
2: Nichols and Westminster will have it solid possession you know again I think they're it, it's tough to play a 16point lead. You, know, you, you, you can't you, you can't look at the scoreboard. You got to keep doing your offense and running it. But man, they can taste it, can't they, Carrie? I mean, they, you can see it. They they want it. They've they've worked hard to get to this point. Jack Pagankopf a steal, and he is going to throw it down
1: with one hand in transition, and that's the cherry on top. Trailblazers by 18. They're going to be conference champions. Westminster going to take a timeout. With 103 remaining, and Dixie State an 18-point lead. And honestly, that should probably be Pagan curtain call. Yes. Yep. Get get him out. Tie to career high, right? 27. I think his career high is 27. 27. We can look at that here pretty easily. 27 is his career high. 24 tonight. Trailblazers are going to be conference champions. 78-60, 103 remaining. That just feels good coming off the tongue. Second time in three years, and I'm wearing the same shirt on the clinching <laughs> night. I had to. You know what? It took me a little while to dig it out because it's the, the the edition from a couple of years ago. So I'm I'm looking for my shirt this morning, and I'm digging it out. I'm like, this is the championship red Dixie State basketball polo. Finally found it. I had kind of given up hope on it, then finally found it. You get, you and I knew sharpie, what it was meant
2: to be. Get a sharpie and I'm signing after the game. I, I, well, I gotta keep wearing it. You gotta keep wearing it. You gotta keep wearing it. Yep, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, keep it rolling. Saturday. Now I got to go back
1: and see what shirts I wore during the conference tournament a couple years ago. Trailblazers by 18, 78-16, 103 remaining. Let's check in on the Black Hills State game, 44-42. South Dakota Mines a two-point lead with 4:57 remaining.
2: And Pagan comes back out onto the onto the court. No, it's it's awesome how you could tell what. Month it was just by watching the caliber of basketball all throughout yeah. the state, all throughout the country right now. It is almost marked. It's the end of oh, February. I love it. And you can taste it, you can see it, you can definitely feel it in the air.
1: Pagan Kopf, another steal, and he's going to drive down the court, and he lays it up and in and scores again. One away. And we're up. Trailblazer's up by 20, 80 to 60. Eli. Here's Monson. Right wing three, missed it. Pagan Kopf, the rebound. And now they're going to unload the bench. And if Coach, Coach Judkins has two timeouts left, will he use one just to get his subs in? Probably not. 80 to 60. Dixie State by 20. And 24 seconds remaining. Shot clock down to 15. Shot clock down to 12 and 10. Jack on a screen from PaganCop. Or, excuse me, a screen from Schofield over to and what a look inside to Hunter Schofield, he'll lay it up and in for two. 82 to 60, and that should do it. Monson will dribble to the three-point line, pump fake, three on the way, missed it. Dixie State has won it by 22, and the Trailblazers are the 2019-2020 RMAC champions. Sounds good. And listen to that Dixie State crowd making the trip Showing out and the Trailblazers for the second
2: time in three years are conference champs. Feels good, you know. I mean the last chance. You know, it's your last year in Division Two, your last chance in an RMAC championship. And tell you what, Dixie stepped up to the the moment. They they accepted that challenge and they bounced back from a rough week. And here they go. You know, they're next question. Will
1: they go for the Nets? I don't know. They're, they're talking underneath the basket. I, I, they're heading toward the locker room. I, I don't. Classy. Yep. I, it's not a Coach Judkins thing. I, I hate to even bring this up. You know, I'm not even going to bring it up. Yep. Coach Judkins just doesn't like to do it. Yep. Uh, it's, He'll do it in the it, locker it's room. It's happened before on on the Dixie State, on the Burns Arena floor, and that left a very bitter taste, yeah. especially because of who it was. That's right. Well, we're not even going to mention that. School. And, he's, and they don't even have athletics anymore.
2: He's got a net in his, yeah, in his they bag. Do. They'll, they'll they go in the locker room. They'll go,
1: they'll, and, and, and they'll cut him, and they'll celebrate, and maybe scoreboard watch a little bit and say, hey, yeah, here we, we go. have to share this thing. Or is this going to be outright? Trailblazers win it 82-60. to 60. Conference champions. Let's take a five-minute timeout, and we'll come back with a Guru Sports Grill post-game report. we got to let Coach Judkins know where we are. I was going to go, go you down and get tell him. Find him. him. Yep. You gotta go, go, go don't tell him. Go yep. find him. We're going to have Coach Judkins on five-minute timeout and back. Conference champions, five minutes and back on the Trailblazer Basketball Network.
0: You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics.
1: Back inside the Benkin Fieldhouse. Kind of an extended break there at the end of the game at Dixie State. Your 2019 20 RMAC champions. Had to, to run downstairs, make sure Coach Judkins would know where to find us for the post game report, for the post game comments. Had to go say hi to a few people. We some a lot of alumni in the house tonight. A lot of Dixie State fans made the trip, and you had to run down there and thank them for that before. Uh, before I miss the opportunity to do so, welcome back inside the broadcast and inside the Guru Sports Grill post game report. Carrick Sangwell with you will be rejoined by Mike Olson shortly, and uh, head coach John Judkins will join us in the post game as well. Trailblazers winning this one and clinching at least a share of the RMAC championship. Uh, right now, South Dakota Mines, a 56 49 lead over Black Hills State. 146, 130 now, as the stats update. 130 to play in that game. So if that's if that lead holds, in 90 seconds of game time, Dixie State would be your 2019-20 outright conference champions. Trailblazers winning this one again by the score of 82 to 60. And uh, we got to name, we got to do a lot of things. We got to give, you know, the post-game stats. We've got to name a Skywest Airlines player of the game. A catering concepts play of the game, and uh, right now, I'm gonna we'll wait for Mike to to get back uh, as well. Uh, but <laughs> how do you decide between Jack Pagankoff and Hunter Schofield? Pagankoff goes 26 points on 10 of 19 shooting, four of 10 from the outside, two of two from the free throw line, eight rebounds, seven assists, four steals for Jack Pagankoff tonight, and then uh, Hunter Schofield 25 points. On 10 of 11 shooting, 3 of 3 from the outside, 5 rebounds, 3 assists for Hunter Schofield. But how about Frank Stain? 17 points, 5 of 11 shooting, and a lot of those misses came early. And then he just kept at it and, and turned it around. 3 of 5 from the outside, and how about 11 rebounds? His first collegiate double-double tonight for Frank Stain, and, and you love to see it. I mean, a guy that, that you six 6'6", 6 frame. And Coach Judkins has been saying all season long, that's what we need him to do. We need him to rebound. We know he can score. We know he's capable of that. But we need Frank Stain to to be a big body inside and rebound. And and he did that tonight. 11, 17 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, a steal. He was very very active tonight. And if that's what uh, you can expect Frank Stain to continue to do throughout the uh, the rest of of this you know postseason run. Then, uh, boy, oh boy, look out because he really contributed tonight as well. And uh, both Mike and head coach John Judkins are up here with us. Coach, you found us. Good thing we (laughs) sent Mike down there. Might have had to send you a rope or a ladder. Or something, but uh, Coach, I know you want to go somewhere with the team, so let's just no, spend a couple good. minutes up here. Thanks so much. You're wearing the net around your neck already. Congratulations. Second
3: take a shower yeah, first. <laughs> Second oh
1: conference gosh. championship in the last three years, and even oh. more so if you continue to go back. But what a job this team well, did. Well, this team has all worked year.
3: so hard. they worked so hard, and the last two games wasn't us, you know. And uh, we we're excited that you know we're lucky we had some chances to to get back here where we were and um you know we'll take it we'll take it and you know to to leave this conference you know we left the pac uh, pack west as, as conference champs and now we leave the armac as conference champs so really happy with that um i just was happy the way we played tonight we just defensively we were into it we were aggressive we shot the ball well at times sometimes we kind of did some things a little fast which are taking some time and execute they started getting into us and we kind of turned it over but uh you know gutty win hard place to play you know those guys were playing to get in the tournament we're playing to win the tournament this game every time we play westminster it seems like it's always a battle no matter no matter where you're at the rankings or whatever but uh very proud especially when dason went out i thought oh boy here we go yeah but andre came in and played his did this thing and and everybody kind of stepped up and that's what you got to do when somebody goes down like that we don't have jared either you know, people step up, and it uh, can't just be, I'll do it all. It's Everybody's got to do a little bit more than they normally do, and, and uh, tonight I saw that.
1: But you want to talk about guys that really contributed tonight, and we've been saying all season long, we know Frank Stain can score it, but you've been saying, hey, he's six, foot six we need him to rebound too. Yeah, he And yeah. a double-double tonight. 17 that's great. points, 11 rebounds, was, was active, had yeah. some steals too. He
3: was into it, yeah, defensively. He's still got to work on He's still young. Still got to work on taking things away from guys. He kind of plays them straight up, and that's when he gets in trouble. But, you know, we we noticed that uh, teams were really collapsing on our roll, guys. Hunter's having a good year, and they're trying to stop that. It really opens the outside. We skipped it a lot. You saw it tonight. We skipped yeah. it from one side to the other, and Frank hit some big some big shots for us. But, uh, you know, he was big tonight. Uh, Jack was big. Hunter made some yeah. big plays. You know, we we all we just played really good as a team tonight, you know, defensively as well as uh, sharing the ball.
2: Coach, congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Know, you that, thank you. That net looks great around your neck. <laughs> it does.
3: Yeah, well, we try to do a little class. You know, instead of cutting their nets off here in the gym, even though our fans are all here. And we had a great crowd. Look at all those people out there There's right now. There's tons it's of people out there. Beautiful alumni, family, everybody. It's great. You know, I see a lot of our ex-players out there. This is what it's all about. And so, you know, we. I remember BYU-Hawaii did that to us. Yeah. And I said, I'll never do that. I'll have more class than that. And, and so we celebrated in the locker room and cut nets down in the locker room and it was a lot of fun, but you know we're not done. You know we've okay. been here before, and and now we got to do well in the tournament. We don't know who we're going to get yet. I did uh, just get you know? a
1: text from the conference office that, that said that Regis is going to be the eight seed.
3: Good. So, so we got Regis. Our guys want to play them again. We didn't play very good the first time, last no. time against them. So our our guys were excited for that and. Uh, you know, we'll be ready,
1: Coach. Congrats! We got a lot of people all here right. that want to see us, so we won't keep you long. Congratulations Thank you. Thank on the conference you. championship. Thanks for
3: coming up, guys. It's yeah, gonna absolutely, have you it's good to have I hope the fans in St. George listened. Okay. I hope they did, uh, because we want to get this back. We'll get the radio guys Listen, you going. You got a pretty dynamic
1: radio crew here, yeah, so you got to put your word that's in great. and put, you say the next season, you know, let's try it. The Carrick and Mike show has got to you know, go, go on know, the road. You know how
3: much control I have of that, Carrick, so. <laughs> congrats. I do appreciate you guys. Thank you guys. Congrats. Go
1: celebrate. Head coach, John Judkins, in the postgame report as the uh, the Trailblazers getting it done. Conference champions, 2019-20 season. We're going to find out here in just a few seconds. Is it a shared conference? It has, gone, it has gone triple zeros. Dixie State are your outright champions for the 2019-20 season. South Dakota Mines of 58. Oh, hold on. Hold on. The score just updated. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let's risk, take. Okay.
2: They're messing with us. They're messing with us. They're conference champions. They're Who cares? Who cares
1: if they're going to share it, if it's going to be outright. I was watching the live stats, and it had just gone down to triple zeros with South Dakota Mines having a 58-55 lead, and then went to triple zeros, and then all of a sudden Black Hills State uh, had a three-pointer at the buzzer to 58-58. I'm sure it's something that, uh, that that they'll look at. Oh, my goodness. But either way. Dixie state conference champions. They're the, they're the overall one seed. You know, you got, you got to share it. You got to share it. It was done in the PAC West conference before, uh, but you've, you've earned the one seed. You've got Regis, a great way to start off. Um, you want to get, you want to get him back. You yep. know, it's a great way to start it off. And, and uh, they, will have Regis in, in the Burns arena Tuesday night. And, and the trailblazers are your conference champions for the 2019, 2020 season. And, uh, Man, you, you love it, just sounds so good. And, and like Coach Judkins said, everybody played so well tonight that it just it was a, couldn't have been a better way right. to, to end the regular season. Everybody played so well, and, and Dixie State get in the way.
2: Great. I love it. You know, just, I, that, speaks, that speaks for itself. I wish that the fans and parents and the university and everybody that has a hand in this team could have been a part of that celebration in the locker room. I <laughs> was awesome. Now, now, were you in there? It was amazing. Did you get to go in there for that? I, did you see I, it? I had I had cell phone duty. I was holding coach Jenkins' cell phone cuz nice. he knew that he was about to get so Did you film so and that I, we can get the, get, that may, the yeah. we he, get that out on the social media. We got to get that out on the social media. He uh what an awesome team, you know, and just a great way to end it, you know. Not many teams get to end their season like this. And there's been many times when Coach Judkins and crew have been on the other side of a game like this, and it, it's great to see them, you know, hugging each other downstairs. And what did, what a great way! Did Black Hill State just win on a four-point
1: play? They just threw in a free throw. Somebody's missing with us. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh my gosh, it. we got we got to pull that up and 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 see what's going on. Uh, if Black Hill State just won on a four-point play, that's crazy. But it doesn't matter. Dixie State. The conference champions, and uh, and the the overall one seed, and uh, what a night here tonight. Uh, Jack Paganoff, Jack Pagancoff, 26 points. Hunter Schofield, 26 points, uh, and and the Trailblazers win it. Frank Stain, 17 points. Everybody contributed, and and what a run uh, this has been this season, and and it continues. It, it's it's not over, not even close to over, and uh, we've got Regis seven o'clock. Tuesday night in the Burns Arena. Mike, you and I will be on the call. Uh, Let's do this thing.
2: I I cannot wait. It's going to be awesome. You know, what a great way to go out. And can't wait for Tuesday. St. George, if you're listening, anybody in the area, Tuesday night. You you get a chance uh, to see this team make a very special postseason run, hopefully. Do everything you can. Tickets are out there now. Uh, if, you, if you can make room Tuesday night, I promise you, it'll be worth it. Uh, great opportunity to come and support this team that's uh, down there with Nets around their neck celebrating. So I've got the live stream pulled up. We're going to, we're going to do this. I, I, you know, I'm not going to be as good as
1: Kevin Harlan was <laughs> during the NFL season. He was calling. He was on a, a TV broadcast for football, and he was calling a, a, another game at the same time. You know, it was the kind of toward the end of the season when, when playoff seating was... It looks like Black Hill State hit a three and got fouled with one second left. Made the three. So now it's a 59 58 lead for Black Hill State. One second remaining. And of course, uh, South Dakota Mines has to go the length of the floor. They'll inbound it. Not and either. nope. Didn't get it to go. And Black Hill State get to celebrate. And uh, wow, what an improbable. Unreal, improbable way to uh, to win to win the game and earn a conference championship. But you know what? It doesn't matter because Dixie State tiebreaker has the tiebreaker and they're conference champions. They've had to share titles before. Now they get now you get to go play in the tournament and and settle this thing. Right. So yeah. Trailblazers win it. I think we I, we've said all there is to say. We got to go down. We got to see some people. We celebrate as well. Uh, we want to thank Martin Kelly for hanging out with us in the Radio Dixie 91.3 FM studio. Um, Tuesday, seven o'clock. Be at the Burns Arena. We'll have this. We'll have the stream on the Dixie State Stretch Internet Portal. We'll uh, we'll have the radio Trailblazers uh, winning it 59, or excuse me, winning it 82 to 60. The 2019-20 Armac Champions. Mike, any last words? No, that sounds good. Bring <laughs> on the tourney.
2: Bring on the tourney. Let's go. Bring, ready for March.
1: Let's go. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you on Tuesday in St. George. Have a good night, everybody.
0: You've been listening to Dixie State Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. For more information on Dixie State Athletics, DixieStateAthletics.com. Thanks for listening to Radio Dixie 91.3.